I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Nice to meet you. Did you you really eat a hundred bottles of bone condenser? I like the bone condenser. You like? It's very tasty. You know me. I like chalky flavor. And let's face facts, my uh, bones could use condensing. Yeah. I have very wide, loose it's, bones. It's something I've always... Very loose and wide. I, I've always thought your bones are surprisingly sparse. Thank you. Well, my card says here you're from New Jersey. Yeah, I'm going to act like we're the same height, if that's all right. Do you want to move it up? Is no, this, it's fine. It's, how does it feel now, now, now that it you're not feels, in control of how, some, how high somebody else can be? You sat across me for years. I did sit across from you for years. You wanted me to be low. I did. You're always weird about how high I was, and you were like, you should be low. Because, honestly, uh, a person like you I don't normally see unless they're eating foliage from the lower than <laughs> the food. Hello there, this is the Beluga Tunes podcast. Andy here. Thank you so much for deciding to listen to this. Uh, in this, this episode, uh, which has taken me a little while to bring out, but never mind, I won't go too much into that. Um, there's going to be another six-minute shout-out. You'll have to wait and see um, what the what the contents of that will be. Um, the, the film I'm talking about for Podflix this week uh, is The Trouble with Harry, which is a, a Hitchcock film. I had never seen it, so you'll get to hear what I thought of that film. And you'll also get to, hear, you get to find out what... Um, the next film is going to be the one that I'm going to be talking about in the next episode. Yeah, I shall reveal that I don't know what it is yet, so we'll have to wait and see. Um, there is also the next chapter of the Infinity Express. Uh, let's see, I've got the got the text document here. Um, yep. This week it's chapter 16. And again, no idea what's going to happen. It's just a random thing. I'm just going to get some prompts and... Uh, I'm going to write a little weird chapter of this ongoing story. So yeah, um, basically, this story involves um, a group of friends um, from different worlds, and they meet each other because there's this um, train that travels through all these different dimensions. So yeah, um, it's it's kind of interesting and very unpredictable um yeah and that, that's pretty much uh this week's episode that's what's planned and i need a tissue hang on so yeah <laughs> uh time to get on to the, the the first bit that was easy um okay let's uh let's go then well on the bright side we now get cable Yep, it's time for the six-minute shout-out, so let's spin that internet wheel. There it goes. And this internet wheel um, has lots of internets all over it. Lots of stuff that could be looked at, enjoyed. Um, what's it going to land on? 
Is it going to land on something good? Okay, um, it has landed on. Are you talking REM re me? I had to read that. It's a bit of an awkward title. So yeah, um, here's what this is all about, and I, I, I will explain the title. You see, um, Adam Scott and Scott Ockerman uh, once did a podcast uh, in which they talked exclusively about those lovable lads from Liverpool, U2, and that was called "You Talking U2 to Me." I've actually played like the the. Um, Adam, that's not a funny clip. That's that's from that podcast, and I, I listened to all those episodes. Um, it was a lot of fun, um, and uh, it seems that podcast is over now because the the last episode they did was about U2's um, latest album, um, and uh, yeah, they decided to uh, move on to REM. Sorry, I've got I've got a mouth ulcer. It's it's nothing serious, but it uh, it stings. Um, and I'm not timing myself yet again. I don't know. So I'm going to call that one minute. So by minute number ten, I should be at the six minute point. I'm very disorganised. Um. And this is literally only. I, I suppose it, it's easy for me to talk about this because I've just finished listening to the first episode, um, and that's all there is so far. They, they, they talk about um, Chronic Town. I actually, so here's the thing. I, I don't. Th- I, don't I, I don't really listen to an awful lot of REM because I was, you know, I, I was familiar enough with U2 to kind of be able to appreciate um, what they were doing previously. Um, on on this podcast, um, but yeah, uh, so this this is sort of because it's it's kind of the same setup, it's the same format, the same humor and everything. Um, so uh, it's 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 sort of interesting to me, yeah, because uh, I. Uh, because they they do make jokes. There are kind of running gags throughout, like since the start. The because the, you know, they actually they technically started this podcast a few years back, um, and now they just sort of changed the name, and you know it's on a different, slightly different topic now. Um, but they do talk very sincerely about. Because yeah, this is all about the kind of music that um, they listened to a lot back in the day, and they still you know, they still find themselves enjoying it uh, these days. Um, and they have some interesting things to say about music. Um, one of the things they like to say is, "This is good rock and roll uh, music." <laughs> that is like. I don't know if you can even call it humour, but it's um, it's become it's become a thing basically. Like um, in um, when when the, when, the, when it was all about U two, um, they would always refer to the band members as Bonobos, uh, Fedge, Adam Clay, Two Thousand Pounds, and Larry Mullins, 
son. So just slightly off, just just get the name slightly off. Um, and it's just it's stupid. It's it. It's the kind of thing that you know. I I enjoy it mainly because. I I sort of have a familiarity with these guys, and um, I just like the silliness. I like that um, it, it, it's 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 sort of it's, it's like listening to jokes that don't quite land. Yet somehow, I just find it really entertaining. Um, so I'm glad that uh, this podcast isn't dead, and that they have found a way to uh, keep it going. They they've sort of reset uh, you know um in many ways it is very much the same show again um so yeah i uh i'm i'm recommending this to anyone like cuz there have been a lot of shows on earwolf um i i think i've mentioned a number of them um if you like any of those shows then definitely give this this one a try <laughs> um I, I don't know actually are they uh are they using the same feed because i because I, I didn't need to subscribe to this because it was oh yeah there we go um so i believe um the previous 24 episodes that are mostly to do with U2 um, are still there, so you can still listen to those. Um, but if you want to hear them talk about REM, that's what they've done for episode 25 and onwards, and that's what they're going to be doing. Um, so it's kind of a, a weird show, um, and it's... Uh, because I yeah Scott in particular has a very niche audience um but you know it it definitely works for me so there you go uh let, let me just read that again like you see I have to read it out because yeah it, it it's a bit hard to remember are you talking rem re me the uh, the new title of you talking you do to me um says rem okay <laughs> I shall have a birthday cake Stands to reason they can't touch you for it. Nothing these days stands to reason. It was accidental, an act of God, perhaps. In a way, you should be grateful that you were able to do your share in accomplishing the destiny of a fellow being. Suppose, for instance, it was written in the Book of Heaven that this man was to die at this particular time and at this particular place. And suppose for a moment that the actual accomplishing of his departure had been bungled. Something gone wrong. Uh, perhaps it was meant to be a thunderbolt, and there was no thunder available, say. Well, then you come along, and you shoot him, and heaven's will is done, and destiny fulfilled. Your conscience is quite clear. You've got nothing to worry about. Sammy, I haven't got a conscience, and it's not heaven that's worrying me, because I don't expect I'll ever have to face it. And it's none of those noble things you were talking about, no. Nothing like that. What is it? 
me. The trouble with Harry is that he's dead, and everyone seems to have a different idea of what should be done with his body. Directed by Alfred Hitchcock, 1955, The Trouble with Harry. Um, I think I'll start by saying, yeah, I um, I, I do kind of like Hitchcock films. Um, I haven't seen all of them. Uh, this is one of those things, you know, there are quite a lot, but there's a definite cut-off point, so um, I should probably get around to just having a look at them. You know, it just might be interesting... Um, just uh, filling in those blanks, getting the um, uh, all the ones I missed, because I I think I'd heard of this one before. I just I definitely hadn't seen it, um, and when it started, I found myself hoping that because I, I I saw that it, it said it was a comedy it was a comedy mystery. Uh, on IMDb and I thought wouldn't it be interesting if this was a Hitchcock film that does not rely on suspense and heavy drama um, I suppose that there isn't really a lot of heavy drama in it um, but if you know what I mean I I was really hoping that this would have kind of a noticeably different tone to his other work and um and the thing is, I didn't know anything about the plot. I didn't know why it was called The Trouble with Harry. Um, and uh, it was when it got to the part where they reveal the dead body, at that point I was like, okay, this is a typical Hitchcock film. Um, because, yeah, it's, it is definitely witty. I did laugh a bit throughout this. And, yeah... Um, I just think, you know, I I felt like I was going to enjoy it a lot more, um, because watching that first bit, and it it did kind of make me think about uh, Rope, because the the great thing about Rope is that it just takes place entirely in one location. And it's even um, short as if there is no cutting. I mean, technically there is, but the the cuts are disguised quite well. And there are one or two, I suppose, in in order to establish the uh, three-act structure, um, there are some um, very obvious cuts. Anyway, um, that's, that's not what I'm talking about. Um, I, I did for a moment think, oh, is this going to be another one of those? Is, is this going to just take place in one location? Um, and, and at first I thought, you know, the, this, this, this seems like a great way of just doing a film where there isn't much to it. You've just got... Um, different people reacting to this one incident uh, and it, it is very funny how um, none of the characters um, none of them panic 
when they find out Harry is dead. They have that moment of shock. Well, n- not not even all of them do that. You know, the the, um, the gentleman who first realizes that you know, he's accidentally shot. Uh, Captain Albert Wiles, I believe, is the name of this character. Um, uh, so he accidentally shoots him while he's out hunting. Um, and I, I, I thought it, it's uh, it's interesting how when he first realizes what's happened, um, he he kind of goes cold, but then, in a very Hitchcockian way, he's just. Yeah, he just sort of mutters to himself, "Oh no, no, I'm a murderer," and just <laughs> and I, I did appreciate um, how they they'd gone with this very kind of absurd, um, very eccentric way of of just. Um, Talking about Harry like he's he's like just um, is is being a real inconvenience by being dead. It's clever. I didn't love it. It it's annoying because uh, I I felt like I was able to get invested, but there, there is there is a lot of dialogue. And I, I feel like maybe just at the time I I kind of wanted a film that wasn't very dialogue heavy because um, I I didn't manage to stay focused. This is always a problem. <laughs> I'm really bad at staying focused. So yeah, uh, would I watch it again? Um, I think I'm gonna have to say no, because for the like the 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 first that that first scene made me feel like I'm really loving this. I could I could definitely watch this again. Um, but then as it went on, I just be, I just became less interested, and I didn't really get into the romantic part. Um, I think that that could have been done better somehow. I don't know. <laughs> That's it. Um, not very good at giving constructive criticism of these things. But yeah, um, uh, it is. It is very Hitchcock. Um, I suppose I'm, I'm glad I watched it. Like I said, I think I, I might try and uh, be a bit of a completionist and seek out the rest of. The Hitchcock films, because there are a lot of really obscure ones, like his earlier work is. Yeah. Um, anyway, it's time for me to reveal what the next film is going to be. The next one I'm going to talk about. Um, I'll just see which which one is the first one that comes up. I might have to hit pause. Planning for your next trip. Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Uh, okay, yeah, just uh, give me a second. I'm going to go with The Devil Wears Prada, 2006. That's going to be the one I'll be talking about in the next episode of the Beluga Tunes podcast. Adam, that's not funny. Hi, we're here on the street asking people about the fump. Excuse me, sir, do you know what the fump is? The what? The fump. F-U-M-P. Oh, I don't know, uh, but it doesn't sound appetizing. I don't want any. Isn't that the sound a groundhog makes when you run over it with your car? Uh, no. Can you tell me what the fump is? Is it the enemy in the next Spider-Man movie? I don't think so. A clean-burning car that runs on pancakes? What? Isn't that the stuff the nutty professor invented? No, that's flubber. The fump. What is the fump? Ooh, it's a dog. I think it's half Great Dane, half Chihuahua. Is that even possible? Sounds like something you get from a cheap hooker. Oh, come on, no. Doesn't anyone around here know what the fump is? I do, but I'm a paid announcer with a script in front of me that explains it. Fine, fine. Go do your thing. The Fump is the Funny Music Project. It's a website where comedy musicians post funny songs and parodies. New songs are uploaded every Tuesday and Friday. The songs are available for free download from thefump.com or automatically via our podcast feed. The Fump features some of the biggest names in comedy music from the Dr. Demento Show, including the great Luke Ski, Robert London Spav, Devo Spice, Worm Quartet, Rob Balder, Possible Oscar, Tom Smith, Raymond and Scum, Power Salad, Bob Ricci, Carla Ulbricht, Steve Goody, Paul and Storm, and Jonathan Colton. High-quality downloads and compilation CDs are also available. Find us at www.thefump.com or look us up on iTunes. And for behind-the-scenes discussions on the songs posted to The Fump, listen to the Funny Music Podcast. Thank you. See, people, was that so hard? So it is something you get from a cheap hooker. Look, the one I was with last Friday sold me a copy of the Volume 10 compilation CD. Ugh, I quit. I'm going home. The Fump. It's not something you get from a cheap hooker. Usually. So, yeah, uh, there's going to be Chapter... 16 is it yeah uh, 16 of the infinity express and i'm here at um randomlists.com i have my eight randomly selected words i'm just going to quickly read these out and um then i'm going to hit pause and i'm going to make a chapter out of these eight words dry facts mailbox important same zesty colorful hover those are the eight words I need to work into this week's chapter. So yeah, um, I'll be back Be back in just a minute, and hopefully I should have a fairly decent chapter from those eight words. Okay, hang on. Okay, I'm done. I've rushed this one a bit, but um, it's not too bad. 
Okay, so chapter 16. Teresa is organising a special charity event for travellers of different realities. She writes a speech with all the fierce passion and dry wit she can muster. She attempts to fax a copy of it to Shane to get his opinion. Shane walks into her coach. I'm on this train too, you know, he says. Lisa checks her mailbox and sees that Teresa has sent her an invitation to the event. You can just ask me if I want to go with you, she says. There's going to be a very important person at this special event, Teresa says, beaming. Will it be the same joker you had at the last one? asked Shane. No, I found one of the most zesty travellers out there. Her name is Tabitha Gumble. Tabitha Gumble is a very colourful and exuberant young lady who has travelled to more parallel universes than anyone on record. Her preferred mode of transport is an interdimensional hovercraft. Teresa's friends become intrigued by this news and decide this might be a good idea after all. But will it be? We'll have to find out uh, in the next chapter. That'll be... The <laughs> um, find out where, this, where on earth this story is going um, in the next episode. <laughs> okay. What are you doing? Your, your neck is cold? You want me to get you a scarf? A bow tie? Well, the time has very nearly come for me to send you all on your merry way. And I'm just going to read out the, uh, the, the... These were the clips that uh, I, you heard in this week's episode. They were from The Harry Hill Show, um, The Opposition, Community, Pete Moore, uh, The Trouble with Harry, You Talking You Two to Me, and Comedy Bang Bang. Um Please uh, feel free to join me in the next episode um, when I will be giving my thoughts uh, on Devil Wears Prada. Um, I'll be writing another chapter of Infinity Express and there'll be a new six-minute shout-out, which I still haven't decided on, but we will see. We'll see when that one will be. Um, Also, don't forget, um, I'm doing live streams now. I'm trying to do one every... Sunday at uh, 4pm Greenwich Mean Time Um, so yeah uh, if this one this one will most this episode will most likely come out uh, before I I do my Sunday stream this week because it's currently Saturday night Um, so yeah there's no reason I shouldn't be able to get this out in time Um, anyway so that'll be Virtually every Sunday, um, and it's on my YouTube channel. Um, and you can get access to this just by going to my website, uh, belugatoons.com. B E L U G A T O N S. Once you know how to spell that, it becomes really easy to find my stuff. So, yeah, there's my YouTube channel, there's my Redbubble store, belugatoons.redbubble. Uh, you can find t shirts and lots of other things. Um, I have another podcast, Video Gaga. Um, if you haven't started, if you haven't listened to that at all, um, then have a listen. I, I do it with This Is Ready Made. It's just one that we do together. Um, 
and it, it, it's been a lot of fun we've done quite a lot of episodes um yeah just a few more things and then i can rest <laughs> um let's see uh what was it good? um no oh dear my mind's gone blank This podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Acast. Uh, yeah, and I think that's... Oh, yeah, and there's my Twitter, yeah, at BelugaTunes. And if you want to find updates on this podcast, go to at BelugaTunesPod. So, yeah, uh, that's, that's everything. That's everything I need to tell you about. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.